Hi, I'm Edward Sree, and welcome to All Things Catholic, where real faith meets real life. This is a special edition of All Things Catholic, recorded on location this week during my pilgrimage to Rome. Welcome to the special edition of All Things Catholic. I'm your host, Edward Sree. We are on location on the streets of Rome, standing outside the magnificent Basilica of St. Mary Majors. I love this church. Does anyone love Mary? Y'all love Mary. If you love Mary, you're going to love this church. Every little detail in this church is there to tell us something about Mary. But what we're going to see is that every little detail about our Catholic faith related to Mary is there to tell us about Jesus. Uh, So so much in this church here. Uh, But today, on this very day, we come to this church with great gratitude. There's been some very moving things that have happened on this pilgrimage, and there's one thing that I will never forget. It was Friday, June 24th, the Solemnity of the Sacred Heart, and I I know you're all going to remember this moment. Uh, We were in the church of Santa Maria Sopra Minerva, right by the Pantheon. It's where St. Catherine of Siena is buried, and we were getting ready for Mass, and then one of our pilgrims came up to me and showed me on his phone the news that had just come out that Roe v. Wade was overturned. And I was so excited, I gathered everyone together, and I started to just read the first two lines of this news report and just broke down reading it. Uh, and, and, and I know uh, I, I got word from, uh, we have a number of focused missionaries on this pilgrimage, and our chaplain, Father Kevin Dyer, who was leading the eight-day retreat for all of our missionaries down in Florida. It was an eight-day silent retreat, and they'd been silent in prayer for eight days. And then as they were coming out of that silent retreat, the first news they heard from Father Kevin Dyer was, the turning of Roe v. Wade, and again, tears all over the place there. So it's so moving what has just happened. But I want you to know that so many of us, we have been praying for this, praying for an end to abortion, an end to the culture of death, and there's still a lot more work that needs to be done on this front, but we can take a moment to pause and celebrate for this because we've been, particularly as Catholics, been praying to Mary for this. How many of you have participated in pro-life efforts? How many of you have prayed rosaries for the end of abortion and the, the, uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade? This idea of turning to Mary in times of crisis, in times of great suffering, Christians have been doing this for centuries, from the very beginning of Christianity. And there's something inside this church that many people don't know about. So many, so many people come to Rome, they go to the St. Mary Majors, they look around and they just miss out on this amazing thing that's in this church that is so relevant to what we're just witnessing in our own culture today with the turning of Roe v. Wade. Let me tell you the story here. Uh, if you go into this church, you go all the way up to the front and then you, you go to the left, there's a side chapel. There's beautiful side chapels all over this church. I can't wait to show you. But, but the one on the left is, is just the most glorious one, the Pauline chapel there. And in that chapel, it features this small, it's a very small little icon Many people go into this chapel and might not even notice it. This small little icon of Our Lady holding the baby Jesus. But you are going to know the great historical significance of this icon. It's called the Salus Populi Romani. Salus, the word for health, also the word for salvation. The Salus Populi Romani, the health, the salvation of the Roman people. Some of you have already seen this icon and you probably never made the connection. Do you remember in March of 2020, at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic, do you remember when Pope Francis called for this International Day of Prayer and he went out into St. Peter's Basilica all alone and it's pouring rain 
and he's praying for the end of the pandemic and for all the suffering of the world. Well, he wasn't alone. He brought one icon. What icon was it? It was this one here. It was the Salus Populi Romani. Why did he bring that icon? There's so many images of Mary and this icon has been meant to the Roman people. From that day on, that castle is no longer known as, oh, that's the Emperor Hadrian is buried there. <laughs> no, no, what do we call it? The Castle San Angelo. What does that mean? The Castle of the Holy Angel. The castle dedicated to St. Michael the Archangel who came and brought an end to the plague through the intercession, the power of Mary's prayers with that icon and that procession with Pope Gregory. But we know that this icon has been used for centuries. Anytime there was a great plague, great illness, great suffering in the city of Rome, they turned to this icon for prayers. Pope Francis, when he became Pope, do you remember in 2013, he stepped out on the loggia and he announced himself, he asked for the blessings from all the people and prayers for everyone. Remember he said, I'm gonna go tomorrow to the icon. I'm gonna go to the Salus Populi Romani. I'm gonna go to the Our Lady and ask her intercession there. Every time Pope Francis goes on a, a journey, goes on uh, to a, a visit so to another country, he comes here before, and then he comes here at the end asking for Our Lady's intercession. This is a powerful icon, and again, so many people miss this. I don't want you to miss this, especially on this trip, because in this week, we have so much to go to Mary, just like Pope Francis does to say thank you for. So much to entrust, so much more to entrust to her now. But how wonderful it was that on the sacred heart of Jesus, Roe v. Wade was overturned. And how wonderful it is that the next day on Saturday, we can all take that in and process it and see the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And here we are on this day now, the third day after Roe v. Wade being overturned, we can come to Mary's church and we can go before that icon. And if we think about the, the scourge, the, the plague, if you will, of, of, of abortion and how much it's devastated our country and hurt so many lives, we can turn now to the Blessed Virgin Mary and give great thanks, asking her for her intercession that we continue to have the world change, the culture change to a true culture of life, that we can have our own hearts changed, our own hearts be ever more conformed to the beating heart of Jesus, the sacred heart of Jesus, full of love, to care for all that are poor, all who are suffering, all of the weak, all of the marginalized, that we may truly have a heart that is forming a culture of life from conception all the way to natural death. Let's pray to Mary right now as we are getting ready to go into this great church. And let's pray in gratitude for what happened this last week, but also pray for the many other things that we need the Lord to do in our own hearts and in the world around us to build the true culture of life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys ready to go in? This has been a special edition of All Things Catholic, recorded on location in the city of Rome during my pilgrimage here this week. If you'd like to learn more about my pilgrimages, whether to Rome or to the Holy Land or to Poland or other places, check out my website. That's edwardsri.com. Again, edwardsri.com. Dot com.